0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show.
1: And I'm your host, Ross Harrop, local C12 chairman, right here in Tampa Bay, sitting in for my friend Jim Brangenberg, as I do on the first Friday of each and every month. Ministry in the Marketplace. That's what we call it, Jose. And it's brought to you by C12 Tampa Bay. and. This show features the C12 Group, our marketplace movement, and showcases the faith and the business aspects of our local C12 members, our ministry partners, and our impact on marketplace ministry and across Tampa Bay in America. It's for me. It's uh, it's really a highlight. Um, and, and fun to, to really put the spotlight on local C12 group members and their kingdom companies who apply the principles and the concepts that Jim talks about each and every day right here on the I Work For Him shows. And uh, many of you are uh, regular listeners, and if you're caught out there in traffic today, we're glad you're with us. My hope is that you'll be inspired to take action on an idea of faith and or business um, combination therewith is what we get excited about and we'll talk about today or as you listen to one of our podcasts. So many thanks to Jose Cruz, who will be engineering the show today and taking your calls. Check out the latest on the IWorkForHim.com uh, website. And while you're out there, please prayerfully consider joining Jim, Martha, and myself and so many others on the I Work For Him Nation Um, Start praying for your co-workers and employees by name each and every day, and you will be amazed at how you and they will be changed. Remember, you and I may be the only Jesus that our co-workers and employees may ever meet, and uh, Jose... I've told you this before, but I have my uh, signed covenant right up there on my uh, right above my computer screen, and it reminds me to be uh, praying for those that uh, that I'm associated with in the C12 group. I've got and, reminders all over the place here, so there you go. Yeah, you know, well, okay. for some of us, it's easier to pray. You know, <laughs> you've got to pray for Ace and Jim Martha. No, it's uh, we. Uh, it's uh, it. It really is a privilege to do so, and it changes our attitude for sure. I know it has mine uh in the c12 group movement across the country our motto is simple we build great businesses for a greater purpose so i'm glad you've joined us on this first friday of july as we focus on ministry in the marketplace and concepts that you can really apply that you can really use in your business large or small it's uh, it really is my uh, privileged to have uh, not only a, a, a c12 member but uh, a man that has uh, become a friend the last uh, almost i've been in c12 now as a chairman four years dan wow. we met uh, soon thereafter so Time flies. um yeah it really does and uh, dan and his wife julie own uh professional materials management or they like to call it pm2 and mm-hmm. um so uh, dan is the president uh, of um PM2. It's good to have you here. And so I want to just jump in and just have you just give our listeners, uh, just give them an overview of what your company does um, in, in in your world. What does that look like?
2: Sure. Thanks for having me, Ross. Appreciate it. Uh, we're in a little bit of a niche here. We We specialize in everything about spare parts inventory. Our teams, uh, we're based here in Tampa, but our teams go all over the country and internationally helping mainly manufacturing, but also universities and hospitals get a better handle on their spare parts inventory to help them manage their physical plant or the manufacturing line. So the fact that our guys are going and gals are going all over the country and their road warriors all the time, to- all the time, they have a lot of opportunities to, to be in ministry so uh, oh, yeah. and yet that brings challenges too. I don't have the luxury of being able to sit in the office with all of our guys around the table very often so uh, it just really accentuates the necessity to, to be good at communication and good in ministry and how we, we do our processes. So.
1: And and I love that when you said opportunities for ministry, and uh, I've shared this several times uh, over the the last uh, few years that I've uh, been on with Jim, and and separately since we uh, opened this uh, ministry in the marketplace uh, program, that is the definition of uh, of ministry, and uh, the definition that I like to use that was shared with me when I was executive pastor was meeting the needs of people where they are at using the unlimited resources of God. And uh, Lynn that works here uh, at the studio and I were praying just before uh, we went live and uh, she said, you know, I'll never forget that little lesson that you you shared with me uh, at at a Christian chamber luncheon and she said that was pray now. Don't, Hmm. you know, don't tell Mm -hmm. somebody I'll call you uh, or, hey, I'll be praying for you. Join them in prayer right right. now. That's right. And uh, so I love the fact that you said that your employees have that opportunity to minister to others where they're at out there as they're visiting their warehouses many times or or their hospitals, their operation. How many employees do you have now? We're up to about 20. Yeah. Yeah. So So. it's grown. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you've got some neat niche markets as you've dealt with some uh, some large companies that folks would recognize uh, that you've uh, you've really come alongside and helped them streamline their operations.
2: Absolutely, God has really blessed PM2 over the years. Our our client list looks like the Who's Who of Fortune 500. So yeah. we're thrilled.
1: Yeah. So you were telling us uh, that that you get to serve all over the is it country or are you international now? Some
2: international Some international as well. Mm -hmm.
1: well. And uh, you have this niche market and uh, helping them really streamline their operations and their inventory. Is that that kind of the, so that's what PM2, the the short name for professional materials management company does. Okay. So we want to get into uh, a little bit about your face. So uh, we'll we'll kind of weave this story through the entire arrow. But tell us about your faith walk, uh, Dan, and uh, and and how that came about. Where did you grow up in a Christian yeah. family? What was it like?
2: Yeah, I, I was blessed to be in a, a Christian family from from day one. Uh, just wonderful, loving parents, wonderful, loving family. Um, grew up Lutheran, um, was confirmed Lutheran, and uh, and then like a lot of us uh, went to college and forgot all about it. Yeah. So, uh, and it and, and kind of been uh, from, from that point, uh, finding my way back, if you, if you will. Um, later in life, we had the opportunity to launch PM2 back in 2001, and that's, that's really when the, uh, we, we began to start getting more serious about and, and understanding what it really meant to have a relationship and walk with, with the Lord. So,
1: and your daughter would have been pretty young at that point. Laurel would have been just a toddler, or you know, right? She yeah. probably f- four, yeah, now four a years college old. student, right? right? Right, yeah. So, yeah. um, so, all right, so, so you had you began the company, it wasn't immediate that you became a kingdom company, and we like to use that term, kingdom company. Uh, this to describe uh, a company that is Christ centered god honoring right and Christ centered god honoring because many times the owner could be a christian but we have people of different faiths that would that work for us uh, i'm sure you do so a right. kingdom exactly. company kind of yeah. so when did you be, when did you determine that 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 you were going to become a kingdom company
2: <laughs> it, it 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 came after we realized that we weren't going to succeed Otherwise, we were three years into uh, the company being launched, and me and my two other partners were failing miserably. We had just dismal revenue, not much going on at all. And, you know, we had launched PM2 with all of the knowledge and experience that the three of us brought to the marketplace, thinking we're just going to, you know, conquer the world, right? Um, That's not at all what happened. You know, three years into it, we we're just, we're thinking, okay, guys, it must be time for us to go get a real job because this is not working.
1: And so were you like Paul that said, you know, consider me fortunate in all circumstances, or were you like, wow, we've got to figure this thing out because it's a mess?
2: <laughs> we were we were trying everything we knew to figure this out and ultimately came to the end of ourselves.
1: Okay. So you came to the end of yourselves, and what was it that that moved you to that point? For that man, that woman that is sitting in their car, or, or perhaps they're in their office, just listening. It's kind of in the background. What was it that brought you Dan, to your knees that you determined that there has to be a walk with Christ if this company is going to be successful?
2: Well, I, you know, being um, you know a father and a husband, the the thought of financial ruin. Frankly, we we had spent all of our savings. We had. Uh, amassed over the last several years, and you know, we're we're looking at you know the the real reality that uh, we're we're not going to be able to stay in this house. We're not going to be able to feed our family, and we came to the point where we just said, you know, God, we 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 can't carry this anymore. You're going to have to take this, and uh,
1: and it's it's yours. And what year was that, Dan? 2004. 2004. So 2004. I'm going to kind of lead us into, um, and I know there was a lot of what happens next because there was a lot of hard work and effort, um, and 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 prayer that from 2004, five, six, you, things were starting to get better. Or
2: well, and let me just say that that was the third quarter of 2004 when we made that decision to really call on the Lord and say, "This is yours. You can either make this or." Or or tell us to do something different, but it's yours. This company's yours. The very next quarter, our, the revenues of PM two uh, increased sixfold, six hundred percent. The very next quarter, it looks you know that, I could show you a graph. It looks like the rock of Gibraltar coming up from the, the the calm sea. You know, it's and it just kept on going from there. So that was that was pretty telling that 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 was the right decision for us.
1: And so was. Was this a celebration among those still remaining in the company that this was clearly God blessing and finding favor on you because of the decision you made? Oh,
2: absolutely. We, we still today, we, we try to remind ourselves, you know, as leaders in, in PM2, part of our job is to point out the miracles that God provides. You know, we prayed for something and it happened. We asked for something and it happened. Um, we 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 turned the company back over to God in 2004 and he responded and absolutely we made that very clear and try to make that clear every time we see God act in in the life of, of PM2 we want to make sure that the, that the connection gets made a lot of times since like our our guys are you know out and about you know traveling all around they don't get the luxury all the time of seeing the 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 cause and effect of we asked for something. We prayed for something. We made a commitment. We, we, we took a step of faith, and God responded. And so
1: we see it as our job to make sure that that, that uh, we share that. Yeah, I, I love that because so many times we get busy, we get caught up, eh, maybe even get uh, – we start to read our own press clippings. And, um, and, and so taking time to celebrate what the Lord mm-hmm. has done is really it's, – it's an important – element to it
2: yeah yeah absolutely we we actually you know fairly recently in the last few years we write a, a monthly we call it our pm2 way newsletter and there's a section right in there that we try to try to uh, make sure that we remind uh our our team about the ministries of pm2 and the, and the
1: blessings that god is just always providing for us so help me understand when did you join c12 the C-12 group that you're in because you're, you're associated with a, a different group. You're with Scott Hitchcock. So I don't know right. all the history, uh, but so tell me what year did you join? I believe it was
2: 2006. And okay. I, and I, I'm getting that date from this, from the fact that I, I believe I was a member for a year when the next piece of news yeah. struck.
1: And well, uh, you're, you're teasing our audience, right? And that when, when things happen next, right? So, um, so, what was it if you had already dedicated your business to God and that, that we're going to walk with Him, not for Him, mm-hmm. but with Him in and, and all that you're you know, running His company and you're going to serve as His steward? Right. right? right. And so, right. I, I know you and Julie well enough to know that's what you have done and continue to do. So, why then, C12? If you had made this decision, so what was the role that c12 played
2: <laughs> you know we made the decision but had no idea yeah. how to do it yeah yeah you know what you know what what's the process where's the is there a mechanism to do this uh, Has someone has anyone ever done this before and documented it and are there people that are doing it today that i can uh benefit from their experience so that was really the the draw you know to come into a group of 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 christian business leaders that are that are doing this and and being led by a uh, you know really gifted writers and and uh, leaders in c12 and chairs that
1: that can can coach us and uh shepherd us along okay so so you now you're in c12 you've got a group of men and women that are surrounding you that you're meeting with uh, uh, for a full day once a once a month right and and so in 2007 you were diagnosed with terminal cancer right and you were given eight months to live. Correct. Um, and I can only imagine how your faith journey, even from 2004, um, you moved from what would I do if, to Lord, what are we going to do now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. 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 And so uh, we've got just one minute. So just take us to the break with what? Just what was that like right then?
2: Right at that moment, it became a. Uh, we understood that you get a terminal uh, diagnosis like that. That that this is this is a team effort. You're not you're not on your own. You're not alone. You're, God is always there. But Julie and I understood that this was going to have to be a team effort, and with it was going to be some really hard times coming, and uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of prayer and faith was going to be needed. So, and a lot of
1: our uh, prayer and faith of from our C12 group. So this. Um this faith walk that you were on became real right Absolutely. then. Absolutely. Right? In a big hurry. Yeah, yeah. So you were all in. Right. And kind of like Peter on the water, focus right <laughs> at Jesus, right? Okay, got That's it. That's right. Okay, so this wasn't uh, about religion for you. This was a real walk with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And um, what was that like for you and Julie? You just kind of introducing us to it Uh, but back in 2007 when you got that news Mm -hmm. what was that like Uh,
2: you know shock at first of course but you know i would say that julie and i were were we're walking with the lord at least closely enough to understand that you know we saw this as an assignment a a special assignment Uh, didn't know what the end of the path looked like although the odds were not good but if we were going to carry this burden we wanted to carry it well we wanted to we wanted to not let God down and so uh, that might look like a uh, Julie and I showing someone how to handle end of life um, how how to die and how in, in Julie's case how to take care of a dying spouse. Um, we had we prayed that that would not be the case, but but we were prepared for that eventuality.
1: And, and they, we have listeners out there, and in their lives, it, it's gone both directions, hasn't it? It's oh, just, yeah. I mean, and you have come alongside both families who have have. Those who have gone and and said why not our family and others who had said wow this was a, the blessing that we had prayed for and the right. fact was you uh, were, were and I and I think Psalm uh, sixty six sixteen where David says listen all you who fear God and I will tell you what He's done for me and mm-hmm. that's really mm-hmm. that's really the way you walked on that
2: yeah I, I you know I I truly I, I see it as as part of uh, why I'm still here, and Julie as well, to to tell those what God has done for us, um, and uh, it's we talk with a lot of families and couples, particularly you know, that are dealing with cancer, because of our, our walk and. And unfortunately, the majority of them, we 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 don't get to celebrate with them that uh, here on Earth. They they've gone home to heaven, but but it's still a journey that that we're an uh, we're honored to be a part of.
1: So yeah. uh, we just want to share that. Okay. So as you were going through this. Two thousand and six, you had joined uh, your local C twelve group mm-hmm. uh, with Scott Hitchcock, and so tell us what your group and and this is a group. It's called C twelve because of the makeup of the group that comes together once a month. Uh, ideally, there are twelve men and women. Um, right. We figured if it worked for Jesus, you know, it, it right. works for us, right? The Christian twelve, <laughs> right? Okay, so. Your group. What did that mean to you when you shared the news with them? Oh wow. So it was September of
2: 2007. I had just received the news, and I and I came in to we we came to our prayer time, which is a very special time around the table, and I shared with them what what was happening in my life and Julie's life and Laurel, our daughter, and at that moment, the brothers and sisters around that table got up on their feet, came around me, placed their hands on me, and prayed for me. But they prayed for me, thanking God for having healed me as though it had already happened. And I had never heard a prayer like that before. You know, I I knew the Bible verse where Jesus says, you know, pray as though you've already gotten it and, and it'll be yours. But no one had ever done that before. And after the prayer was done, one of the other, one of the brothers uh, puts his hands on my shoulders and just looks right through me and says, you are already healed. You are already healed. You are already healed. Three times. And it was at that moment I began to consider that that just might be true. That the healing might have already Taken place, and we're just we're just waiting for the the physical revelation of that. So
1: you were encouraged. Oh yes, you, you left there, and and you were, and and Julie was part of the group, right? I not, mean, at it, it, no? okay. not at that All time. No, not at that time.
2: In fact, it was later that she became a part of the group, and the main reason was so that the C twelve group could gather around her because she was likely going to now come come in and take over solo the running of pm2
1: yeah and and, and um and you've had experience since with one of your members where that has happened and it's just been an, an amazing yeah. uh situation it's a, it's, where, uh, where uh where uh where you've needed to come a, a, a around the person where that did happen
2: absolutely where they lost their yeah real life stuff and yeah. uh, you know this is more than just a round table show up on a sunday uh, you know thursday afternoon and uh, get a little bit of advice and go away no these are these are your brothers and sisters that are there for you
1: yeah i i love the prayer time and it's not it's not uh as somebody said it, this isn't like going to church it's not like a prayer group where you just where you're where you're praying for hours it's the kind of thing that you need to get inside someone's life to know what they're going through right and, and so it's an That's important right. part of it um even though it may only be a, a half an hour of the of the seven hour uh day so dan you were sharing with us uh it was 2007 and right. you got the uh uh this heart uh, harsh news right right, right. yeah right was it yep. again the year that was, was right. what 2007 eight, yeah. eight months to live okay eight months to live and uh and, and you said how important your your c12 group of brothers and sisters where were in in your life and and giving you courage and uh, a boldness that you didn't even uh, anticipate at that time um, no, um, that you'd right. have the have the strength and uh, and one of your fellow members said that uh, that you were already being healed right And uh, so that's great in 2007, Dan, but I have to tell you, uh, I met you in 2012, (laughs) and uh, I remember visiting your group on more than one occasion, Uh and, and you were you you were getting news from the doctors that wasn't all that encouraging uh depending on the visit and depending right. on the month and so picked up the story yeah there. it was uh eight years
2: eight year uh, up and down journey uh, truly um there were there were times that that uh, tumors were regressing and there were others that they were growing and multiplying and the the one thing that I learned over the years um, that God showed me was that really this was never about the cancer. This was all about faith and obedience, truly. And so w- when when he told me to do something, when he, when he gave me an instruction um, and I was obedient to that and he told us to do some crazy stuff and I could share the details in a much longer conversation, but when we were obedient in that, he responded and there were times that that uh, my chair uh, Scott Hitchcock would tell you that that uh my memory was short you know i, I look at the bible and i see the how those israelites they they, they never remembered you <laughs> yeah. know anything about what god yep. had told them and i i thought wow those guys are just you know idiots but then i look at myself and i'm no better um i'm uh, my, i've got i've
1: got a really short memory so and that isn't that why reading the bible and 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 many of us like kind of the stories and the action of the new testament Mm -hmm. and uh but the old testament is so important to us because these individuals that were written about in the israelites as a people the these weren't exceptions these were examples for us to live by
2: right yeah exactly
1: exactly and scott was there to walk alongside you, and and uh, it's why I uh, look up to him so much because he was faithful to you, but he was faithful to the Word. Absolutely,
2: absolutely, and 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 had the boldness as as well as my other uh, members there uh, to hold me accountable. We, we we get held accountable to biblical truth, and uh, you know how are you doing in your. Your personal quiet time—are you spending time with the Lord? Are you hearing from Him truly? And uh, if if you're not hearing from Him, it's hard to know what He's telling you to do.
1: Well, yeah, we have our agenda, right? We, we, right. We've got our de- morning <laughs> devotion, right. and we got to do this or yeah. this. We want to—and not that there's anything bad with the going through the Bible in a year—and but we need to listen, don't we? Right, absolutely. And so that can be an important part of it. Uh, so. Okay, so there's someone out there sitting in their office. You've got their attention, and this is not a discussion about uh, curing uh, or your walk with cancer necessarily Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there was some challenging times. I remember, take the rod in, you know, leave it in or take it out, Mm -hmm. and and you did some things that that you just felt that the Lord was telling you to do. So that's not what we're talking about here today. But to the person that's sitting out there in their car office, what would you say to that doubting man or woman who is listening to you, and and they don't believe in miracles?
2: Right. Well, I, I would say that if you don't believe in miracles, then maybe for you, this just might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, over the last eight years, God's shown me his MO. His MO is that he responds to faith and obedience. If you don't, faith comes before a miracle, 90% of the time. Read, you know, it's all over in the Bible. Uh, So if, if, if your starting place is, I don't trust that there are miracles in the world, odds are God isn't gonna show you one. So faith comes first in most cases and that's that's what i I, what i would share and 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 a step you know and, and very often times that that comes with obedience too you you get a feeling you get this you get this nudging uh it's hard sometimes to even explain that hey i think i'm supposed to do this um i think it might be god telling me to do something here and and you do it out of obedience and faith and then something amazing happens
1: Jim, Martha, and I have been part of a, a, a group uh, businesses way that has been reading uh, an amazing little book by Dr. Jim Harris, and mm-hmm. he's been on uh, Jim's uh, program in the past, and and uh, it, it's um, it, it is it's about listening to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and and and, uh, and it's just an incredible. Uh, gift that we've be given but we have to listen to it right, right, and, right. and and the, and in Jim's book Dr. Jim Harris's book is our unfair advantage that we have mm. as businessmen and women if we just listen to the holy spirit and it's a simple little book but it is it is one of the best that I've ever read and uh Dan I I just I appreciate uh because you've always been this has always been with humility that you have shared your testimony mm. And, and that it's it's always been about being obedient and recognizing, as you and Julie did back in two thousand four, began there when you said, "We're going to turn over this company to you, Lord." It was yours right. all along. Um, right, and again, right, right. much like you had that eight year journey uh, in your battle with cancer, you, you had to be obedient first before he, and then the, what six hundred percent in that mm-hmm. one quarter increase in business and and profits that's you know, amazing
2: it, it, and what's interesting though people people say well how amazing it is dan that you you know what a miracle it was you survived survived cancer that must have been a real you know a real faith journey for you truly it's the the business side of it was probably the largest faith journey for me and it still is today the things that we trust god with most often I've I've found are the things that we can't control anyway. The things that we think we can control, we don't want to hold we don't want to give those to God. So, you know, for eight years, you know, I'm thinking, I uh, you know, I've I got, got
1: this. this God. I got this. Yeah. 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 Hey, when I need you, I'll call on you, yeah. Right. It's kind of like the eight some right. of us use god and prayer is an atm don't we right, yeah, right. We, we take that card out when we need it right wow what a great way to explain it because we do we're uh, particularly those who are driven and mm-hmm. uh i you know those for those who have taken the disc profiles it's that that high d uh, or those that are, are the high c's that have the uh they, they know the manual so they can get it done right right, right. and uh so um yeah that's uh that's great so uh, so for those who are listening that have companies, um, what was it like for you learning to be intentional about integrating your faith with your business? What was that like Um bringing the two together that's what jim and martha talk about every day whether it's mm-hmm. about their marriage or whether it's about business so what was that like for you becoming yeah. intentional about
2: that uh, very much an, uh, an evolution and it really had to start with me um you know it's it's like being on the airplane they you know the the, the flight attendant says you know put yeah. your own oxygen mask on first, first. before yeah. you help your 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 child or whoever
1: um or as really they say needed... on Southwest, with your favorite child. Yeah, begin exactly. with that, right? oh, Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, poor Jim. Exactly, car. yeah.
2: So that's really where it had to start, you know, with with just what are my personal disciplines and or the lack thereof? Uh, do I, you know, uh, am I spending time with the Lord and just really uh, uh, working on m- me first? You know, when we first started at, at C12, um, Scott, our chairman, started, you know, Harping on me about, you got to start journaling. You got to journal. You know, I thought, man, I'm I'm a man's man. I, you know, I don't do keepsake boxes. I don't do, (laughs) you know, trinkets or anything like that. And I'm sure not going to write in a diary. Right. And after months and months, he finally, uh, I guess I succumbed to the pressure and I started uh, writing in a journal. And it was just fortuitous that I began about a year, uh, or not quite a year. I guess uh, call it. Six months before I got that diagnosis, and then that that journal then became my miracle tracker and my record of what God had done, what He had said, and 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 the things that I was was going through. So yeah, part just, of
1: that's part of the yeah you, you, you have the prayer, but you also have to give the praise, mm-hmm. and and you have to the journaling is so important, writing things down. I know I'll go back and I'll read what I wrote uh, um, even a month ago, and I, I I don't even remember writing it. It's amazing mm-hmm. how oh, yeah. and the Holy Spirit will work through the circumstances of, of that day to 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 give encouragement and uh, to be the great counselor that uh, that that God has uh, given us the, the, the Holy Spirit for. Um, okay, so uh, we're going we're just closing out the, this segment. But how do you encourage your employees to come along with you on this journey that, that you've created a culture. As a kingdom mm. company, whatever faith they are, mm-hmm. you've created a culture uh, for them. Yeah. What what is that like? What, what was that like in the beginning, at least? Well, in
2: the beginning, we we uh, during the, the year two thousand and eight, I was doing heavy chemotherapy and right. I basically slept the whole year. Uh, it, it seems the the big thing we learned was that. PM2 didn't need Dan Flowen for what for his knowledge or expertise or what he could accomplish in a day's time. He needed uh, a leader, and we actually named our culture. It's called the PM2 Way, and there are processes and and uh, and and things that we share with our our team, and just continue to remind our our team members. You know what it is to be part of the PM2 Way and be a Christian
1: uh, company. Yeah, and that's doing it Jesus' way, right? Right, and, exactly. and walking with him. So, all right, so you you were sharing with us in the last segment that you have created a culture, and we we call it the, the PM2 way, and that's doing it Jesus' way. Jesus' way. Right, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so, how do you encourage your employees to share their faith with their coworkers and and those that uh, when they're out on these trips that you were talking about? Uh, so, and, and doing ministry as right. you called it, right? What is, how do you encourage them to do that? Yeah,
2: well, I, you know, I, I don't start by saying, "Hey, guys, you got to you know go stand on the street corners and evangelize." Uh, you know, Jesus was all about relationships. He is all about relationships. He's all uh, you, know, you know. If you God and Jesus just wants to get to know you right and so I think our best opportunity out in the the market is to build strong relationships that's where it starts and 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 then secondly as a part of that you know understanding the importance of our words I mean Jesus knows that you know the you defile yourself not with what goes in your body but what comes out of the words that come out of your body and so watching our words, understanding that, you know, words have the power of life and death. And so, to help us build solid relationships, so that one day, you know, we're, we're working with a, a client, we see that the client is having a hard day, um, and they share with us what's going on in their life, and maybe we have an opportunity to pray with them, um, you know, and extend, you know, a, a hand to them. so. That's the kind of situations that that we're
1: looking for. So you're not creating employees to be evangelists. You're just telling them to share their heart and meeting people where they're at. That's, oh. that's the definition we shared earlier in the show, what ministry is, meeting the needs of people where they're at, that's right. using the unlimited resources of God. Just as Jim likes to say, you may be the only Jesus people get to see through you, looking in your that's eyes. Right. That's right. And that's what your friend in the C12 group said to you. You're already being healed, as he looked into your eyes. Mm-hmm. That gave you a courage. All right, very quickly, because we're right at the right at the tail end. Just give us um, just a quick story about one of your your folks, if you can just wrap that up.
2: We had the opportunity to to have a, a actually quite a large long project out at, in Portland, Oregon, and our. When we're out and we're we do we're doing ministry things, we, we, we call ourselves the PM2 Kingdom Builders. So in this case, our PM2 Kingdom Builders went out to a, a little church called Sunrise Church Homeless Shelter, and they were able to come alongside several families during the Christmas season, and one of them in particular was named Sarah, who had walked through those doors five years prior, all broken and homeless, and but today she was celebrating. She had gotten her own home. She was getting ready to get married, uh, and now she comes back to the shelter three times a week to help and cook for 45 people. And so we just had the extreme honor to come alongside several families and just get to know these people and love on God's people.
1: That's what it's all about. That's why uh, we like to feature Dan Flohan and and members of C12 Group who are doing life right out here in in the, uh, the world of Tampa Bay. Uh, thanks to our show's sponsors. Thanks, Jose. Tune in to I Work For Him each and every afternoon and IWorkForHim.com.